before we get started here, I got some water to have alongside my coffee so I don't drink the coffee too fast. And our ice maker, some of the ice had just kind of frozen in like a big chunk on the bottom and I couldn't get it ripped apart from each other. So this is what my cup looks like. <laughs> That's a big block of ice. It almost touches the oh, some of it touches the water. Be a slow melt. If we do one of these and just kind of, oh, oh, this is great for audio. In fifteen minutes, I'll have ice water. <laughs> right now, I just have the ice and the water. But yes, I've had. It has been quite the month since we last recorded. What is happening? Yeah, I've got some news. Did you just have like a vacuum go or something on your end? That's our air conditioner. Okay. Should I t should I turn the? Ooh, I got noises too. <laughs> Here's the dehumidifier. <laughs> okay. No, we've submitted out. several maintenance requests and they won't do a whole lot about it. <laughs> Yes, many things have happened in the last month or whatever it's been since we recorded. So one, well, two of them I've already mentioned. The first of them being DJ Trivia. I got this trivia deal. And tonight is my first solo night. It's like the Ooh, last... the first last, solo night. The last three nights have been... Or the last three Mondays have been training. It's like the first time you just play the game. So you, like, know how the game works. And then the second time, the guy had me just like, oh, look, your ice is almost all the way in the cup. <laughs> it's an oval now, not a circle. The cup, not the ice. <laughs> and then night two was, I just, like, entered the scores while the guy still basically ran the game. And then last week, I thought it was going to be, like, he runs half the game and then I take over and run half the game or whatever. But I basically did the entire thing last week. And so... I still have some nerves going into this week, but I at least did it last week. And I ha I also did a demo game with Bethany and her parents, but the demo game had its own craziness to it. So last Monday, back up even before that, the company that is running the trivia is based out of Duluth. And so they've got like 20 so odd bars in Duluth that they run this through. And then they have one down in the cities, which is what I'm doing. And so this guy has been commuting from Duluth to the cities while they've been trying to find a person to do this That's thing. It's a long drive. It is a long drive. But anyways, last week he brings down like my entire pack of equipment of like the computer and microphone and speaker and all this stuff to get the game to run. And so we do the thing on Monday. I pack everything up in the bag. I bring it home, and I set it in my room, and I leave it there. And I'm going to, on Wednesday, run a demo game just by myself so that I can kind of work through, see how things go, get everything to run, go in a flow. And I pull all the stuff out of the bag. And I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, there's not a computer charger here. Where is the computer charger in the bag? So I'm tearing the bag apart, and I'm like, did I leave the computer charger at the bar? I'm like, okay, what are my options as I'm freaking out? It's like, this is a thing that definitely should have been with the stuff when it came down from Duluth, 
It should have been there at the bar. Why is it not in my thing? And remember, I haven't opened the bag since then, so it's not mm-hmm. going to be anywhere else in my house. Like, the quick... The only thing I pulled out of the bag is that we'd had some water spill, and so our, like, sign-up sheets got wet. And so I, like, pulled those out to dry. But that was all that I pulled out of the bag. So I, like, come down to where I'm got the speaker down here, nothing down here, check much the trunk of my car. While I'm doing this, I decided to call the bar and be like, hey, did you find this a computer charger? <laughs> <laughs> did you find a computer charger on Monday? I know there's a really good chance no one who worked on Monday is working now, but do my best. <laughs> so they they didn't see anything. And I was like, I think I have to go to the bar to see if I can find it. See if I just left it there or whatever. And the people at the bar said they would continue looking in the half hour it would take me to drive from my house to the bar. And then I texted the guy from Duluth and I was like, this is a thing I should have had, right? <laughs> and so, long story short, I go out to the bar. There's nothing there. They hadn't found anything else. The guy in Duluth is like, we didn't leave anything at the table, so I can check at the office on Thursday. But, like, this entire time, I've had, like, this inner monologue of, how could you forget this thing on the first time? No <laughs> one is going to trust you anymore. You're going to lose this gig that you haven't even started yet. You're going to have to pay for this thing because you have to pay if anything gets lost or damaged. Like, all this stuff going through my head. And I didn't even do anything wrong. Because on Thursday morning, I got a text from the guy, and he, like, had a picture of him holding the computer charger. And he had just <laughs> forgotten to put it in the bag to bring it down from Duluth. And I was like, are you serious, brain? We can't just get through one day without so this. you drove all the way to Matamidai for nothing. Yeah, so that's <laughs> another reason why I had to get gas yesterday, is a, a second trip to Matamidai during the week. So anyways, on Thursday... I ended up running a demo game because the computer was still alive enough to get through the game for Bethany and her parents. And it wasn't a full game, which I didn't realize until it was just like half of a game as the demo. And I was like, well, this is different. Why is this in this order? (laughs) I don't understand what's going on. Uh, We'll just try to make things work. And also when you only have three people playing, the whole premise of the game is that there is a song playing while you're answering the question and, like, bringing your answer slip up to the trivia host. So you have mm-hmm. the entire length of the song to get your answer turned in. Well, there are, when there are only three people playing in a living room, you don't need to sit there for three or four minutes of a song. And then since I thought it was the same as what was going to be happening, the songs didn't match the questions, so it was just a lot. And at the <laughs> end of it, I was like, if I can get through this and be fine and have all of these issues... I think I can try to do this myself on Monday. So we're going to try and do it myself tonight. And oh, I survived. It's tonight, isn't it? That it's is tonight. Monday. And I think I'm going to have people I know showing up. So that will be fun as well. So the pressure's on. Yeah. But there are like regulars who go to this bar and do the trivia there. They seem like pretty cool people. So if anyone is in the, the Twin Cities do. area on Monday <laughs> nights. You can come to Quinny's Bar in Matamidai for DJ Trivia. I have some friends in Ames who do trivia on Fridays. Yep. They've it's, invited me a couple times, and I'm just like, eh, no thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
It's two things. I thought about being a trivia host because the times that I have gone to do trivia, it's like, I could do that. You're just like reading the questions. And so I like actually searched for a trivia gig and this was the one that came up on Indeed. But then also, it is so nice for someone who is so competitive to the, be the person asking the questions and not having to compete to win. Because I'm like, I win all the time. I don't need to know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to read them off. So that is one thing that has happened in the last month since we've recorded. Yeah, do you want to share your other news? Well, thing number two that I've already mentioned is that I moved. And so we can talk about the moving process. There have been so oh, many that's... things with this. <laughs> that's not what I thought your other news was going to no, be. No, <laughs> I am very fully, as they would say in the journalism field, burying the lead on perhaps the largest personal news of mine. So I moved from one side of Minneapolis to the other. You did help on one briefly. of the moving occasions. <laughs> so the place I was living last, I thought I would just be there until something else happened like and something else i guess did happen but like i didn't have any plans on moving and so there was one night it was a wednesday night and i was going through my finances and i was like okay what are things that we can do here how can we plan how can we maybe someday pay off student loans all of these things and i spend like two hours doing this and i go downstairs and the couple i live with that owns the house is like we're gonna be selling our house and I was like, well, let me just crumple this up and throw this plan away. Light that on fire. Great way to spend my last two hours. And so they said they were going to be planning on listing the house in June, like the start of June, which would be coming up here. And then I don't know if there was a miscommunication, a misunderstanding. I just didn't know how the process worked. But then it was like they're planning to sell the house, so they have to, like, get all the house stuff ready so it looks good for people to for it to be sold mm -hmm. and as part of that some of my stuff was going to need to come out of my room in order for like pictures to be taken or for like people who are walking through the house the house to like imagine mm -hmm. what the house is going to look like with their stuff in it etc etc and that process was going to happen a lot more quickly than i realized at first and so suddenly my well, I've got like a month to try and figure something out and then we will plan on getting the process started to like, I need to start this yesterday. <laughs> and there was one point where it was like the last Tuesday in April and they were like, we might have some people doing some early showings and that could start as early as May 1st. And I was like, that's in five days. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like very quick, find a place to live, start moving stuff over, if possible, as soon as possible. And thankfully, I have people from my movie club who own a house and to rent out rooms. Part of the problem with the space, though, is that it's being redone right now. So all that is done in my living space is my room and the bathroom, and then, like, everything else is torn down to the studs, basically. <laughs> so, like... Solid. As, like, we worked it out well, so that really, I'll be... But... Yeah. <laughs> We worked it out so, like... <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> but we worked it out so that, like, I'll be paying a little less until, like, the stuff is done, and then I will pay more as more stuff comes online. And they're letting me store stuff in their basement, which is where I am right now. Because as at the moment, 
the majority of my room, the majority of my bedroom is bed. There's not a whole lot of room. It's mostly bed. And I have like six inches on one side of my bed. I've got like a foot and a half on the other side of my bed. And then on the third side, I've got a little bit more. Like I can't push it all the way against the wall because there's this giant floor vent where one of the parts of my bed frame would like rest on. So my I purchased my bed without realizing that someday I would move into a room where a queen bed just isn't a great idea. But I also didn't want to get rid of my queen bed two years into having it because like I paid good money for bed. that bed. <laughs> and I don't want to like lose a bunch of money selling it when I have only had it for less than two years. So, But so many other things happen in the process. As a part of my lease, which first of all, I haven't signed a lease in like six years. I've basically mm-hmm. just been living on handshake agreements or like the time for a year and a half when I was living at camp, I didn't have a lease. And so there was like a whole process of being like, I thought I was just moving in with my friends and now I'm signing this lease and there's so much legal terms and stuff. But as a part of the lease, it said I had to get renter's insurance, which I also haven't had for six years. (laughs) And so I won't say the name of the insurance company that I'm going through, but as a part of this, I have mailed for my insurance company (laughs) as a part of the process. I guess Elena will move her computer along with her. But as a part of the process, I had to call like it. I like went through the process of getting a quote and then they were like, so your insurance doesn't overlap because I have it with other insurances. I'm bundling. Hooray. But they're like, you should call in to figure this out instead of just doing it and potentially overlapping on your payments or whatever. So I call in. And I realize that these people are people, but I don't remember their names, and so I'm going to refer to them as Flowbots. So I talked to okay. Flo- I talked to the Flowbots. I talked to the first Flowbot I talked to. She's like, she's like actually super nice to talk to. She like was very peppy and whatever. And we get through the whole process, and it was, it ended up costing more than the quote I got cost. But since I am the person I am, I just decided to pay more instead of asking questions about it, which in the long run probably isn't the best idea, but that's how things went along. But so I like get through the whole thing and then I still have things that I have to agree to online and like electronically sign and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I go to look at my thing and it says on my thing that I'm married. And I'm like, we definitely talked about how I'm still single, like legally. <laughs> And we had this whole conversation about how she's like, yeah, I'm a free rider too, and it better be riding solo or how, whatever she was referring to. But I was like, we went through this whole process. And so I have to call back. And so I talked to a second flow bot to be like, hey, it says I'm married, but I'm not married. And so we go through this whole process, and it ends up that it's going to cost $9.70 more for my policy for the entire year because I'm not married. And I'm like, "What? great. And then the guy's like, so I can take this payment over the phone from you. We can do it with credit card or how, whatever the stuff he's going through. Go through and it's going to be 970 for extra. And thanks for choosing our company and have a nice day. And I'm like, I thought I was going to get to pay over the phone. <coughs> you just hung up. What do I do now? And so I go through... 
I think I started on the app and then ended up getting directed to the website to make the payment. So I go to make the payment, type in 970, enter all my payment information, and then click to pay. And it says, the payment is too much. You're making too much of a payment. And I look again and it says 970, and I entered 970, and I'm supposed to pay 970, but then it says 970 is too much. I can pay 969 if I wanted to, but I can't pay 970. So I don't understand what's happening. And so I decide not to make the payment because I don't know if I'll be here for the entire year. I don't know how long I will have this renter's insurance. And I didn't need to pay the 970 until the end of my term or whatever. So the last day of my year or whatever. So I'm just kind of hoping that this will end up working itself out as well. And if it doesn't, I, then I guess I'll try and figure out how to pay 970 over the phone instead of whatever. So over all of this, this FaceTime call just stopped working. So we're going to see if Elena is able... Let me try calling her on the computer. All right, I have no idea how this is going to work now. <laughs> okay. I don't know where my Bluetooth headphones are, so this will be interesting. This is going to be really, really fun to edit. Let me tell you <laughs> what. So anyways, the long story short that the listeners know now is that I tried paying the 970 over the computer, and it wouldn't let me pay 970 because it said 970 was too much. And I did not understand mm -hmm. what was happening there. The letter from my insurance company was telling me to renew my auto policy because it expires in a month. So I, now I just need to figure out how to afford my car insurance. I got a discount for bundling that was $3. Ooh. Three whole dollars. Which is not as good, again, as what the, what the computer said on my initial quote. But but anyways. Yeah, I have my insurances separate. I have renter's insurance and car insurance. I also have a life insurance policy. That's through my work. I don't think I pay any money for it. It probably comes out of your paycheck. Them. I don't have a dongle here either. That's probably what I would have set the email as. Nope. Well, I know it's somewhere. While Eric's getting all set up, I'll just talk about what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at the cat. Her name is Barbara. Uh, she is my roommate's cat, Cynthia. Um, Cynthia is currently out of the country, so it's just me and Barbara. So we have like four weeks of just me and Barbara. She's learning to live with it. I don't think she's too happy about it, but we cuddled last night felt very fortunate that she chose me when there was no one else around. <laughs> I also live with a cat now. His name is Sokka. Aren't you allergic to cats? Yeah, but I've lived with a cat before and just like made sure he wasn't in my room. And we'll try and continue with that. This is also like a more hypoallergenic species breed whatever of cat mm. 
because one of the people I live with is also allergic to his own cat. So I don't know how that works, but it works apparently. So we'll see. I've got so many other things I'm allergic to. Look at you. We've been trying to cut her nails for a while. And I was talking to one of my work friends, and she was like, why don't you just take her to the vet? And I was like, well, going to the vet costs money, and we have nail clippers at home, so we might as well just do it at home. And at the time, she was like, how long have you spent on this? And I was like, three days. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little while. (laughs) Because I... (laughs) I did one paw one night, and then the next night I did another paw, and then the next night I did the last two paws. And there are three nails that I didn't have a chance to get to because she wouldn't let me. So now I'm building up her trust so I can eventually get her last nail and her her dew claws. I think my strategy for continuing recording is going to just be not to talk when you talk. So I can mute the parts when you talk on my microphone. We'll see how that works. I mean... (laughs) I don't know where my Bluetooth headphones are. Okay. But anyways, after burying the lead on all these other things that have happened, discussing all these other things, I am engaged. Eric's got some news! (laughs) (laughs) Bethany is no longer my girlfriend. She is now my fiance. I'm very excited. (laughs) I've had that pulled up for 25 minutes. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you for that. So, yeah. We got engaged. It was... The enga- the act of getting engaged was rather spontaneous. We still don't have a ring. This is three weeks later. Still try... But it doesn't seem like that's... I think we've decided that's not the most important thing at the moment. We're trying to figure out instead where we can have a wedding. So we're looking for venues. And that, I think, is going to be the first thing. And then Bethany also is looking for wedding dresses or a single wedding dress. Because apparently that can take a long time as well. And we don't have a date set. Yeah, haven't you ever seen Say Yes to the Dress? 15 years ago, maybe. (laughs) In some hotel room while you guys wanted to watch TLC. Not sponsored. (laughs) I wish. But yeah, we we don't have a date set officially, but it is going to be taking place sometime around New Year's. So either that weekend or the weekend after, depending on what is available. So yeah, getting married and it's, it's exciting and I don't know what else to say about it. I feel like I've described to so many Mom people... Was happy. Mom was happy. I feel like I've described to, she, described to so many people how it happened that now I'm like, what do I even say anymore? <laughs> Mom said she didn't cry, but I don't believe her. Well, as since it was so spontaneous, no one was prepared. I think the person who responded the most excitedly was Emily. 
because everyone else had to like everyone else was surprised first and then like excited so yeah Emily said she knew as soon as both of you were in the video call <laughs> well good did you you seemed very confused I was confused Hello? you called us on snapchat <laughs> well that was how I knew for sure I could get both of you on the screen it was like 9.30 at night. I was like, why is Eric calling? <laughs> yep. So, very excited. There are so many decisions that I did not realize about a wedding. And I think we want to do it in December in part because Bethany won't be in school. Or December or January. Bethany won't be in school. She'll be done with her previous semester. And then won't have started her next semester. But then you also can't, like, do an outdoor wedding in December or January in Minnesota. <laughs> what? No way? So that's <laughs> taken away some options, but I think we'll be able to figure it out. There's just, like, centerpieces on tables at the reception. It's just, like, this is not a thing I've ever thought about. And not really something I have strong opinions about. So, we'll see what happens. We will get married. Don't know what it'll look like. But it will happen. And that's so then are you going to move out of your current place at some point? That seems like the probability. We'll have to see, like, what happens between now and December. But when yeah. the lottery... <laughs> probably not have probably to play have to the lottery play the first. lottery to win the lottery <laughs> yeah one of my co-workers is in the process of trying to buy a house she was like how do i tell my landlord so i was like well i've never been in the process of buying a house like i've never been in that financial position she said oh don't let me trick you i'm not in that financial position either <laughs> yeah we're not prepared to buy a house either i think we will wait to think about that until she's done with school which is going to be a little bit. So we'll be renting until then. When is school done? For her? She thinks she has another year of classes and then a year of internship. And then she will be done. She will be done. A year of class. So two years? Yep. Spring of 24. Spring of 24. What's she getting a degree in? A master. I don't know if she wants this ministry out in the public. <laughs> a ministry graduate degree from Bethel. I knew she was at Bethel. I knew that. You said that. I forgot. <laughs> yep. So we're we're trying to figure life out. It's like something exciting happens, and then two things that are just ridiculous and anxiety-inducing happen. And I'm just like, can we not? <laughs> can we just do the happy, fun stuff? <laughs> I like that That's better. That's life, buddy. Thank you. For example, last night, I was flossing my teeth. And I looked, and I recently, like within the last couple of weeks, got two cavities filled. And I was looking, and I was like, do I have like a little piece of something stuck in between my teeth? And I looked... And it's the silver filling. And I'm like, is it supposed to look like this? Or did I, like, 
chip a piece of my tooth off somehow and now i just have a bunch of filling exposed or did they like fill it in on the side because i didn't look at it when it happened or after it happened and now i'm like everything that i feel on my mouth is like is this about to fall out am i gonna have problems to feel like this (laughs) do i need to go to the dentist it's memorial day they're not open are they open so i'm just gonna sort of ride with it and if it falls out or if i start having sharp shooting pains then i will contact them be like hey you guys said this wasn't supposed to happen but it is (laughs) (laughs) we'll see if it holds until my appointment in september even less but like i don't think the filling is designed to fall out so hopefully it just stays attached no it's definitely not supposed to fall out so we'll see but the other part in not a fill out (laughs) thank you you're so funny I'm (laughs) i'm just in a silly goofy mood but like the last time i had a cavity filled there was tenderness for at least six months after the fact. So I'm just like, am I just feeling that sort of tenderness? What is happening? But I had a, I had a cavity filled on both sides of my mouth, which I didn't think about going into it. But then after the fact, I was like, I am so glad I ate dinner before I went. <laughs> because I did not eat anything else the rest of the night. Because my mouth was still numb. They had to reshoot one side of my mouth with Novocaine because I was starting to feel them doing the drilling. And so mm-hmm. that side of my mouth was numb all night, the entire night. I was not happy. I've had my mouth numbed once, and what I remember most is, there. well, there are two things. One, I was walking out of the place and I was just drooling on the floor and mom and dad were both like, stop that. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I got home, I was eating chocolate ice cream and I like wiped it off my face. And then you and Emily were there or maybe it was just you or maybe it was just Emily and you were laughing at me. I was like, why are you laughing at me? You're like, you have chocolate ice cream all over your face. And half of my face was numb, so I couldn't feel it. So I looked in the mirror. It was just like, no ice cream on one side, so much ice cream on the other side. I don't remember this either. But as we have established over the two years of doing this, there are a lot of things I don't remember. So maybe. It was in eighth grade. So I would have been out of the house, whether college or otherwise. What year was that? 20, it would have been springish of 2013. Okay, so I still would have been around, but I don't remember. Yeah, because I had a tooth grow in sideways, and so then the baby tooth didn't fall out. So then they had to extract the baby tooth, expose the, the adult tooth, attach some metal to it. Then my braces pulled it down once I got braces. Not a fan. I think about braces dentist. sometimes. <laughs> you know what's really fun about braces is that they worked for a minute you on me. Where your retainer? And but then... now I got this one tooth that's not in line anymore. Oh well. I have this tooth. It's a little farther than the other teeth, 
they noticed at one of my orthodontist appointments they're like well we can fix that but it'd be another like six weeks with the braces and I said it's fine just get these off my teeth <laughs> I had braces for like three years I had mine for not quite three like two and a half and then Emily got hers on later and we got ours off on the same day I was not happy about that like why did I have to live with these longer but you know did you just have a messed up smile or something I had teeth like dad, I think, where they're like, oh, I understand. Not <laughs> That's not a knock against you, dad. That's just a no, statement of fact. <laughs> I think I don't I just saw I've been going through all my stuff trying to like consolidate, which is a great thing to do after you move. But I just saw my I had pictures. I think they're in one of the boxes over here, but. I could probably find some old pictures before I had braces to see what my teeth look like, but probably not a good thing to do while we're recording. I mean, I have a scrapbook. You can see if there are any old pictures of you. Let me set my headset down this time. <laughs> All right. Keep them entertained. <laughs> I will keep them entertained somehow. I mean, I've already done this once in this episode. <laughs> what's, what's a second time? She back. Were you entertained? I don't, I, I mean, I hope they were. I don't know if I was. <laughs> I don't know how much you'll appear in this. Well, it Mom got on me this. How far back you go. What was this for? Graduation? You have to go back to pre, what was I in? I was in seventh grade. So 2003? The spring of 2003? Is that I'm right? I'm halfway through, and so far I have found zero pictures of you. So you have to go back to, like, four years old. Or there, is there anything from the first Disney trip? I don't think so. How far back does it go? It's not, like, Oh, uh, it's not organized by time. Well, it's kind of roughly chronological but then my baby pictures are at the end yeah there are zero pictures of you in this <laughs> i did have a thought about discussing other times that we've moved as a part of this you want to talk about other times we've had to move because we only sure. moved. we only moved <laughs> once well we i moved twice as a youth as a child you only moved once and you don't remember your that move. I don't remember my first move. Right. But we moved from North Minneapolis to Champlin when I was not quite two. Then we moved from Champlin to Brooklyn Park when I was eight and you were not one yet. You had your first birthday like th two and a half weeks after we moved in. Mm hmm And I, I don't remember a bunch about that process. I know that we like we sold the house our our house in Champlin was sold in February. I think they started building the Brooklyn Park house in January. And then we moved in like the last weekend of April. And then my first day at the new school was May 1st. Mine and Emily's. 
And then... The only thing that I really know about when the new house was... Well, I know two things about when the new house was being built. One, mom saw a house that she really liked that was a couple blocks away. Went back to go see it, and it was sold the same night. And she was like, ah! The builder was like, we can build you a new one. So that's what they did, like, two blocks away. Yep. And then at one point... Because we were one of the first homes in kind of the area, so there was still a lot of construction going on. And then at one point, you hit a golf ball into a construction zone and just, like, walked in there and picked it up. Yeah, well, I mean, there was new construction all around us, so (laughs) there was a while where, like, across the street, there was nothing. And so I would hit golf balls over there. I'd hit golf balls around. I don't remember a specific time of, like, going back. There was one time... (laughs) <laughs> I hit a golf ball with a baseball bat while the house across the street was being built and it like rolled down the roof of the house. I think that is I think that's a thing I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, we would like sometimes we would go inside new construction and then dad, mom and dad said, "Don't do that anymore." And so we stopped. <laughs> but yeah, there was stuff being built all around us for three years at least i would think see now my tooth is like is this pain normal is it not normal (laughs) i do not know no level of pain is supposed to be normal well it's maybe not supposed to be normal but after getting a cavity filled it is expected pain is expected (laughs) i don't know i might end up going to the dentist this week we'll see what happens uh but other than that move then like moved i moved to college but didn't really move like i brought stuff to school and then like changed places every year but didn't really like officially move move until i moved to denver for seminary and then i brought a bunch of my stuff out to i'm i moved with just the stuff in a the space in a forerunner Toyota 4Runner. Mom's friend Jean's SUV. And that was all I moved to Denver with. I'll Google a picture. (laughs) And then when I moved back... So I moved to seminary. I lived on campus for three years. Ah, SUV. You were right. Yeah. I'm aware. I was there. I I drove it. (laughs) And then I moved after seminary... I lived in someone's basement for nine or ten months, and I moved into a farmhouse after that for six months, and then I moved back home. And when I moved home, I took what I could fit in my car, my Impala, drove that up to northern Minnesota, and then left other stuff in a storage unit in Denver. And then three months later, I flew back with a dad and rented a... Tahoe, I think, because it was cheaper to rent from Hertz than to rent an SUV or to rent a rent something from U-Haul. Like a U-Haul would have cost me a thousand dollars to move my stuff back from Denver to Minneapolis, and I still don't have that kind of money. <laughs> so, rented a Tahoe, which cost like two hundred fifty bucks, and I ended up leaving a few more things in Denver and just like listed them for free on Craigslist, left them outside of my old house. It's like, sorry to leave the stuff there, but hopefully someone someone will take it. it. (laughs) And then I lived at camp for a year and a half. 
moved back in with dad, then to the south side, then to where I am now. But none of those moves are, are or have been or I think will ever be fun. It's always just like a stressful process of moving stuff. Trying to get everything packed back up. Then moving again. Your, your thing when we came down to help you move from one apartment to where you are now was like you had to stu have stuff out and then you couldn't move in until the next day. So that yeah, would be worse. So, so backing up in time, I was in a dorm my freshman year of college. And so I pretty much had, it wasn't even a full truck full of things that I brought with me then just brought them back on the way back up just like a pickup truck and then the following summer going into my sophomore year I moved into an apartment and pretty much everything I owned fit in my Ford Escape I had a couple things that mom threw in the back of her car 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 <laughs> and so then I drove down to Ames and she had to go to work and she either left early or left at her normal time and came down for the final items. But when I got there, it was like right at the same time my roommates got there, which was wonderful because they all had people helping move them in. So then I was trying like one by one to bring all my boxes up the stairs. And then everyone was like, do you want some help? Yes, please. <laughs> and I had these people who I had just met that day helping me move things. It, it went pretty, pretty fast. Then I was at that apartment for two years. Then we, I signed a lease with some different people in the apartment that I'm at now. Oh, that move was, <laughs> that move was a lot. So Eric was right. I had to be out of my apartment for the sake of argument, we'll say on the 30th. So I had to be out on the 30th or whatever. It and then I couldn't July move in. July into August. July into August. So 30. Out on the 31st. It, dates aren't important. <laughs> you had to be out on the last day of the month. And you couldn't move in until the first day of the next month. Yeah. And so I was slowly getting everything packed up. It took so many weeks because I was trying to be as efficient as possible and just put in box by box in my car like, as I was heading out to work, I'd carry down a box. And as I came back into work, I would go get a box, bring it down, and come back up. I stuffed that car so full. And then mom was like, okay, well, we'll come down with a truck so we can get your bigger furniture. I remember I was like, okay, mom, we have a spare room. And right now we're just using it as storage. I only have a few items in there. She opened the room and nearly had a heart attack because my roommate at the time was throwing all of her furniture in there as well. So my mom thought that I had a whole room's worth of furniture that we needed to take. And mom was like, well, we can do multiple trips. I was like, no, I need to be out of here now and then we can't move in until tomorrow and she's like oh i didn't know that i told you that <laughs> so then we managed to get everything stuffed into the two cars then i also had some one of my friends she had some water damage in her apartment and was storing things in our, my apartment and i was like i need to leave can you come take all of this out so then it was a do you remember that a panic to get all of her that. stuff out we had to walk it, like, across from one side of the apartment complex to the other. 
I can see that he wants to say something, but the FaceTime is very slow. <laughs> Don't worry, the audience heard. Can you hear me? Oh, we might be freezing again. Are you muted? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I'm not muted. The audience is aware. <laughs> okay, We're I'm so full, good at this. Going. So then... <laughs> the 35th time we've done this. <laughs> so then um, we stayed in a hotel that night. And the following day, we drove over to the new apartment and... It was you, me, mom, dad. Then I had two roommates at the time. One of them wasn't there yet, so it was one of the other ones just kind of helping move everything. And I was like, okay, all of my items are in here. Perfect. And then once my other two roommates showed up together, they were like, we have a storage unit. Um, can you help us move things out of the storage unit? It took like two and a half weeks to get all of their stuff out of the storage <laughs> unit. Because oh. it was for both of them. I was like, you both have so much stuff. It's like, what is this table? Oh, that's someone else's. Well, why do you have it? I remember we were trying to, there was a couch. And my roommate had a, oh, it was some kind of car. It was a Toyota SUV. It it looked like my escape, but no, it wasn't a Toyota. It doesn't matter. It looked like my escape, roughly the same size. She was trying to use ratchet straps to get the, the couch on the roof. So all three of us were just trying to figure out how to use these ratchet straps. And I remember calling you. I was like, Eric, how do I use these? Yeah. And then, and then what ended I... up happening is we looked so helpless that these random guys came over with a pickup truck and said, do you want some help? And they offered to take the couch over to the the apartment for us. And then apparently they carried it up the stairs, too. I was glad I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I'm pretty sure when I got that call, I gave you instructions as well as I could over the phone. And then told you to Google or watch a YouTube video if you needed any more help. Because so I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to help you while I'm driving back to Minneapolis. <laughs> so, so that's how that all is. of their things are out of the storage unit. I would hope so. I have had a storage unit twice in my life. No, three times. Because I had stuff. Tyler and I shared a storage unit after seminary and before I moved into the basement. And then I had a storage unit when I moved from Colorado back to Minnesota. And then I had a storage unit... I don't remember if it was when I was moving out of camp... Or when I was moving out of Dad's, at some point I had another storage unit here in the cities in Brooklyn Park, but I don't remember when. I actually just saw my storage unit lock without a key, and I I don't know where those keys are. <laughs> so, so hopefully yeah, the one other out. move that I've really assisted with in twenty nineteen, Mom sold the house. That sounds like the right year. Yeah, because I think it was after the Italy trip. So mom was selling the house, and so I had to come up and um, try and get my room packed and, like, take everything out and make sure that everything I wanted to keep was put in boxes. And that was... I didn't do a whole lot of work in, like, the rest of the house because there was still a couple months to go. It was just this was the only time I could come up and clean my room. 
And so most of the stuff is now just stored in boxes in mom's garage. Yeah. Still have a general idea of where most things are. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be like in my apartment and I'll be doing something and be like, oh, I really need XYZ. For example, oh, I really wish I had that lunch tray right now. I'll be like, well, my lunch tray was on the bookshelf. It was on the bottom shelf. It's like I knew exactly where everything was. And I was like, well, now where's that stupid lunch tray? I'm not even in Minnesota. Why does it matter? Why do I need a lunch tray? (laughs) Well, yeah. I have freed up some more storage space. I... So one of the... One of the ideas Bethany had about getting married was that we could potentially just do a small family ceremony in August, like this coming August. And then I was not ready to get married in August, this coming August. (laughs) And she would joke about it a couple times. And then she helped me move. And she was like, I don't want to move you again in August. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let that breathe for a little bit. Go through some more of my stuff. Because if we move into a one-bedroom apartment, like, I understand that I have a lot of stuff and we wouldn't have a lot of storage space. But some of this is, like, once we take it out of bins, then we don't need to have the bins stored full of stuff, so. Then you could put other stuff in the bins. I have things stored in bins. I have a bin right over here. (laughs) But one of the things I have a lot of, I have 15 bins or boxes full of books i have so many books books. and then two more bins full of dvds and a bin full of cds which i think at this point i can probably get rid of a lot of the cds i stopped buying cds once streaming services made that less necessary but i still have a lot of of dvds books from growing up are at mom's then this square on my organizer and that square on my organizer are books this one is mostly textbooks that i was like i might read these for fun later i have not read them for fun i just need some more like everything i have fits in here we don't have like an over i mean our front front uh what's that word closet is kind of overflowing but I just don't have anywhere to put all of my items, so I just put them in boxes. I have a big box right over here, just big cardboard box that my work equipment came in. In case I were to ever leave my job, they would need the equipment back. So, and I just have the yeah, big so box. Too, that's what these are. Those are boxes for work. I don't know if I, when I got my work equipment, I had to have my roommate carry it up the stairs because I was like, this is too heavy. <laughs> I ever quit my job i don't know how i'd get them the equipment back that was one thing about having you and mom help me move stuff as i was doing the heavy lifting i was not at all prepared for that i i am i just came to minnesota (laughs) just came to buy some liquor to get some absinthe (laughs) i have my own side hustle to take care of thank you very much It was my birthday recently. We haven't recorded since my birthday. And I was like, I mentioned on TikTok, if anyone wants to pay my bills, here's my Venmo. I ended up getting some money. So then they paid for a Taco Bell. I had a party. 
and I ordered a whole bunch of Taco Bell and then almost no one ate the Taco Bell. I was like, okay, well, I guess now I have a bunch of leftover tacos. (laughs) I ate the entire next day. All three meals were Taco Bell. Delicious. I have been to Taco Bell. I've probably been to Taco Bell fewer than 10 times in my life. I ha- it's so funny that you would start talking about this this uh, moving because I had a dream the other night that I was moving to I think Kansas City, which is hilarious because I have a upcoming trip planned to Kansas City and I think my brain took that and thought okay you're moving there. It's like no I'm not. <laughs> Why would I leave Ames? <laughs> I have fairly cheap rent. I like my roommate. You have a job in Iowa. Try and meet new people. Oh, meeting new people is so hard. Just like, how do you even do it? (laughs) People I know now are thanks to Bethany. Yeah, I have a job in Iowa. You could move to Wisconsin. You could still work for your same job. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Doesn't that sound like fun? Don't you just love Wisconsin? No absolutely not absolutely not and i was like sorry to quite our a few Wisconsin of my coworkers listeners. are in cedar rapids <laughs> <laughs> just chilling because i have my cedar lease rapids. for <laughs> i have my lease for another full year and then i'm not sure what will happen after that because um cynthia had talked about going back to omaha once she graduated I don't know what so what's gonna happen. I was like, well, what what could I do? Uh, I could move to Cedar Rapids with my work friends. I was like, why would I want to do that? Then I'd have to meet entirely new people. Who do I know there? Two people. <laughs> no matter where you move, outside of Ames, you're gonna have to meet new people. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> Even moving away from the cities and then coming back, like I didn't keep up with people from high school or college so i got to meet new people yeah i have two high school friends who i keep up with that's it (laughs) (laughs) end of sentence that is two more than me i think about that sometimes i think about like not keeping up with people from growing up because like i just went to a wedding yesterday where I think everyone on the groom's side of the bridal party he's known since high school or earlier. Or maybe even earlier than high school as like the end point. And I'm just like, I don't have any of those people. My, Our bridal party is going to be the best man and the maid slash matron of honor. And that's going to be it. And it will work for us. the best man? Tyler is the best man. Is Tyler the tall one? Yes. That's how you remember. Very tall. T for Tyler Tyler and for tall. (laughs) Tall Tyler. That is how he has said it, not just me. (laughs) There's a picture of him on my uh, Twitter somewhere. Yep. When you described me as potentially being 6'1", and I was like, I'm not even really 6 feet tall. tall." (laughs) 5'11 and 3 quarters. I've had a doctor tell me I can say I'm six feet tall. I don't I don't know how to estimate things. <laughs> but Tyler's six. Either eight. way, that is still a, a tall man. He's very tall. 
It's like Rhett from Rhett and Link tall. It is. He's either 6'7 or 6'8. Why do I know this? <laughs> I didn't know Rhett from Rhett and Link was that tall until much more recently. Because I don't like I don't keep up with them. That was more of a you and Emily thing. But there was there have been some podcast episodes they've made that I've listened to, and he said something about being six eight. It's like, oh wow. Interesting. Very tall yeah, person. He, I mean he looks tall, but then Link is also tall, so he just looks kinda yeah. tall. But he is very tall. <laughs> and that's the thing These where are like internet people, <laughs> in yeah. case anyone's wondering who we're talking about. That's the thing where, like, when I see a picture of someone, I don't know how tall they are or not. So in my brain, they're just as tall as me, <laughs> which is not how that works. <laughs> it's like both Rhett and Link cannot be the same height as me because they're not the same height as each other. <laughs> I was also thinking recently about how big is Kevin Hart? Like, this is going to be a weird out of nowhere thing. But, like, Kevin Hart's 5'2". He's five two. <laughs> like how how it's does like that compare to roommate. me? I think my roommate's shorter or taller than that. We've had the conversation before. I don't remember how tall she is. Okay, I'm five eight. So how big is six inches? Couldn't tell you. I, like I a, got a ruler here. A ruler. <laughs> is this the Six inches is this much. Not that it's going to help you at all. That would be ten inches shorter than me. So it's like here. So like nose height. That was a really good visual for the viewers. Oh, yeah. Listeners. That's what we do. <laughs> for everyone who enjoys watching our podcast. 